0: Hello, and welcome to the very first uh, NAMT radio podcast. Uh, This is an exciting project. I'm Rob Lawrence. Uh, I'm an NAMT member. I'm a Lighthouse Project uh, mentor, and I'm excited to uh, help NAMT bring this podcast to air and to help us and introduce the topic and the subject and tell us all about what NAMT are up to is the freshly minted president. Susan Bailey. Susan, welcome.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. Um, this is an exciting project and I'm, I'm really happy to get it off the ground.
0: Good. Well, for those that, uh, of course, aren't familiar with NAMT, and hopefully everybody is for listening to this, and also that haven't uh, been introduced to you, why don't you just kick us off by giving us a little bit of a backstory, firstly about you. Um, obviously, you've just uh, become the president of uh, NAMT, And where do you see the association going under your presidency?
1: Thank you. And again, I'm really happy to to be here and I'm honored to be the NAEMT president. I started in EMS in 1989 in rural Louisiana at a hospital-based service. In 1999, I moved to Baton Rouge and went to work for a municipal service for 17 years And now I'm currently the director of the Bureau of EMS here in Louisiana, and I'm also part-time faculty at Columbia Southern University. Um, It wasn't long after being in EMS, I wanted to teach, I wanted to share EMS with anyone who was interested. And so when I became director of the Bureau, I was no longer teaching. And then this opportunity to teach at Columbia Southern came along uh, really by accident, But I'm glad it did, and and I'm honored to be back teaching um, at at Columbia Southern. In 2014, I was honored to be the NAEMT Paramedic of the Year. And in 2016, I won an NAEMT Education Innovation Award for taking the PHTLS and other NAEMT courses into the rural areas of Louisiana. So this year marks my seventh year on the NAEMT board. The first four years were as a region two director. And the last two years were as, was that, was as president elect. And now, um, starting January 1st, I am the president of NAEMT. And it's really quite an honor. Um, I'm excited about the offerings that NAEMT is going to have that we're going to be discussing. And, um, I think we have a lot of um, good projects to offer and I think we have some exciting events that are coming up in the near future.
0: So let's just talk about uh, that you were president-elect and of course a number of our national associations do this, so you're not just dumped in it uh, on becoming president. Of course, you have almost that kind of apprenticeship. Uh, So you spent two years as president-elect, so obviously you were understudying um, the outgoing president, um, but what other duties did you do in the last two years?
1: So for the last two years, we have um, had the opportunity to represent NAEMT at several national conferences, I was able to be mentored by um, past president, Bruce Evans, and as well as the president before him, Matt Zavadsky. And it really opened my eyes to some of the national issues that are going on in EMS. And it gave me the opportunity to collaborate with other national organizations, such as the AAA, IAFF, and IAFC.
0: That's excellent. And uh, of course, you don't lose that uh, corporate memory because, of course, uh, Bruce Evans moves on to becoming the immediate past president. So you have, for the purposes of longevity and for the purposes of continuation, you know, access to the people that went before you. That They don't just disappear and never come back again, right?
1: Correct. He's always a phone call away if I need some guidance or some assistance. He's been a great help.
0: In terms of NAEMT right now, what's uh, what's the next thing on the on the agenda? What do we need to be thinking about?
1: Well, I'm happy to have to be starting these podcasts. We're going to do about two a month, and it's going to be about happenings and events and issues in the EMS industry and what's going on with NAEMT. How is NAEMT promoting the EMS industry? And that's what we're going to be um, discussing. And then the end of March, we have EMS on the Hill coming up. And that's always a um, big event for NAEMT. We get to go to the Capitol, talk to our congressional leaders about EMS, what the needs of EMS are, what uh, is going on in EMS. And, 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 of course, ask for help with what's going on. And, you know, right now we have a huge workforce crisis um, some people say it's uh, a distribution problem. Some people say it's a shortage, but it's a crisis, and it's a healthcare crisis—not only in EMS but in all of healthcare—that needs to be addressed. Some of our legislative issues that are priorities that we're bringing to NAE or to the Capitol are the reauthorization of the Siren Act, and I'm proud to report that Senate Bill 26 authored by Senators Durbin and Collins, has just dropped. And so we have that um, to advocate for when we get to the Capitol. We're also going to be asking about making some of the COVID-19 waivers permanent. And so this includes treatment in place, transport to alternative destinations, telemedicine facilitation, and community paramedicine support for hospital home health programs. And the public health emergency will end on March 31st. And without these waivers becoming permanent, they will go away. And they have been a tremendous asset to the healthcare system. And I think it's really important that we try to make these waivers permanent so that we can continue to be a asset to the healthcare system. And then finally, we're going to ask and we're going to try to get the EMS Counts Act renewed. It didn't pass during the last congressional session, so we have to get that reintroduced. And what that does is it asks the Department of Labor to add to the census some occupational standards uh, classifications that include uh, firefighter, firefighter EMT, firefighter paramedic, and then firefighter, all other, so that we can get a more accurate count of the actual EMS practitioners that we have in our profession.
0: A couple of observations and comebacks, if I may. Of course, the uh, the COVID nineteen waivers. We've heard the president is going to, uh, you know, as you say, uh, cancel, call off, cease, whatever the technical uh, legislative term is for uh, for the, the public health emergency. Um, we've been doing some great things. We've been doing treatment in lieu of transport, as I call it, treatment in place. Um, and we need to keep those things going because we've we have the et3 program but that's not going to report out for a number of years where we're trying to you know prove beyond reasonable doubt that this is the right way to go so we need these waivers to be extended in order to enable us to just to, just to keep hanging on so that that that's a good one um the other thing of course is that uh, i'm lucky enough to be a veteran of many ems on the hill events and uh, it's great. Now, of course, COVID shut it down to us and we were doing virtual EMS on the hill. Uh, but this year we're going to be walking the halls, right?
1: That's correct. We are going to be walking the halls. Last, The last two years were virtually, which were very successful because we had many people attend who otherwise wouldn't have been able to attend in person. But this year we're going back to in-person meetings on uh, March uh, 29th and 30th. And we will be at the Marriott Crystal City to have our orientation on the night of the 29th. And then we will be marching the halls on the 20th in person. So it's very exciting to be back at the Capitol to be looking and talking to our congressional leaders and their staff face to
0: face. And if you haven't had the chance to come up to the national capital and do this, uh, it's a great opportunity for any NAMT member. And also if you're a leader, bring some of your junior supervisors with you to have them experience just how the national capital works, how our national associations like NAMT actually integrate and put you in front of your locally elected official, because whilst they may be sitting in our nation's capital, you put them there. And so to put you in, in your uniform in front of our uh, elected officials is vital for them to see you at work and also to convey, you know, these key legislative messages. Now, Susan, of course, we don't just uh, take Rob from the West Coast. I arrive in Washington, D.C., I get a name of a senator and I get told to go. There's some preparation, right?
1: Absolutely. Registration is required and it is open on our NAEMT website. And there is a lot of heavy duty scheduling that goes along with um, attending EMS on the Hill. And so our schedule is to make sure that you have scheduled times to report to the congressional leaders of our state, both senators and the congressional Congress representatives as well.
0: Also, just talk about the briefing that will occur as we arrive, we'll arrive at the hotel and then there'll be a number of sort of, uh, there'll be a briefing package, essentially, of, of uh, folk telling us how to do it, what to do and when to do. And so talk a little bit about that.
1: Correct. So on the um, 29th, we will have a briefing. All the attendees are encouraged to attend. You will get um, packets that have all of the papers that are, are asking everyone to talk about. And it'll be our legislative priorities, such as the SIREN Act, EMS counts and making these uh, COVID-19 waivers permanent. Um, It'll give you information for you to educate yourself so that you can talk about these situations and talk about why they are important To EMS and why we're asking our congressional leaders to take
0: action. That's great. If you're going to attend, also make sure you take your phone with you, take lots of photographs of you in and around the Capitol if you get to meet an elected official. And I guess we have to say it's not always the case that you're going to be put in front of your senator or your elected uh, congressperson. You may meet one of the staffers, but that said, they are vitally important because these people are the ones that have the ear of the elected official that provide the briefings and and indeed provide the lines to take but the point is lots of photographs send them back and of course we can then uh, put them up on social media just to let those folk know that we're there and of course that's another half of the of the message anything else we need to cover susan on ems on the hill
1: wear comfortable shoes because it's a lot of
0: walking i was going to say if you have a step counter like i do or a fitbit this is good for at least 20,000 steps just so, Absolutely. so uh, it's great exercise as well Absolutely. The next article on the list of things we need to talk about today, I'm exceptionally excited about, and it's the Lighthouse Leadership Program. And uh, we're coming up to the Mentee deadline. But uh, talk about uh, what we are trying to do uh, to encourage uh, leaders of the future.
1: Yeah, so the Lighthouse Leadership Program identifies, develops, and mentors the next generation of EMS leaders. For the class of 2024, we received 47 applicants. The deadline was February 1st. And these applicants will be vetted for the 15 positions that are open. And then we just appointed, or let's see what's a good word. We um, were fortunate enough to acquire 15 well-deserving mentors. And Rob, you are one of them. So congratulations. And we appreciate your willingness to do this.
0: I'm I just have to to butt in and say I'm very excited about this. I I consider one of my roles in my senior EMS years is to prepare the next generation to go forward and so this is an exciting moment. And I can't wait to see who I'm going to get paired up with and of course that's the next phase when we I guess announce mentees and mentors and uh, I was first exposed to this uh, with my good friend our good friend Dr Baxter Arman I met uh, Bax and his uh, his mentee and you know i was inspired and i'm like i've got to do this and so you know thank you for picking me and i look forward to you know imparting whatever wisdom i have on 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 my mentee and hopefully they'll develop a bit of a british accent as well so we'll see uh, we'll see how that works for us the deadline as you say actually was february the 6th so that's now closed so the next thing is we'll be pairing people up and announcing it and also those folk that have been newly selected as mentors we've got a briefing session coming up um, under Chris Sebalero, who's going to sort of run that session for us. So maybe we can chat about that on a, on a subsequent uh, podcast, and hopefully we can have the Lighthouse Leadership uh, Project leadership team, but mouthful, on to talk about that as well.
1: Yes, we do have that in the plan.
0: Yeah. Now NAMT yeah, want yep. to hear all about what you are thinking, and there are some uh, NAMT listening sessions, Susan, coming up.
1: Yes, the end of the month. We have them scheduled. As a member, you will receive an invitation for the listening session that's going to be in your region. So Region 1 will be February the 21st at 11 a.m. Central Time. So uh, the times will have to be adjusted to whatever time zone that you're in. I was given all the Central Times. So Region 2 is February 23rd at 11 Central Time. Region 3 is February 23rd at 3 p.m. Central Time, and Region 4 is February 21st at 3 p.m. Central Time. And so we want to hear what you have to say about what we should be focusing on in the EMS industry, what we should be focusing on as as the NAEMT, as the association, and what what can we do For you as NAEMT members, we want to hear that's what we want to hear um, from our members and we want to hear about what the members want to hear on these podcasts, we still have some openings through the end of the year. So if there's a topic that um, our members believe should be covered, we want to hear that so that we can make a plan and get that planning in place so that we can have a podcast on that topic
0: absolutely right we haven't set this all into a tablet of stone we can be very active we can be very responsive and if there's a, a big ticket item or something that's very very newsworthy of course uh, as they say in all the best channels we can interrupt our normal programming to have a discussion in a podcast on uh, on the topic of the day so that, that's exciting too and that, that keeps us on our toes susan as well to be able to react to uh, to events as well so that, that that's, that's a good thing Again, all of the dates and times we've talked about so far, we'll put in the show notes. And, of course, as an NAMT member, you'll get, I'm sure, many an email uh, to remind you to, uh, to attend some of these things. Um, the last on my sort of formal list, if you like, is that uh, we're developing an app.
1: Yes. I'm very excited about this. We are going to develop an app that will have access to all of NAEMT's educational courses It will have access to all the member benefits. It will have access to renewing your membership and it will um, provide you with advocacy information as it comes out. There's a particular topic or subject that's come up that maybe needs uh, our members to reach out to our congressional leaders. It will have uh, that so we can access it on our um, online legislative services so we'll have that, that information coming out as well. So right now we're in the planning and development stages, but hopefully we're gonna have something by the end of the year, beginning of next year, so that we can um, offer this feature to our members. And for example, if there is a class within 50 miles of me in my zip code that's in the NAMT membership, it will send me a notice that says there is an open uh, PHTLS class, AMLS class, whatever the class is, coming to your area on this date, click here to register. So that way we, we have classes that are open, any member can attend, those members in that area will be able to register for that class and be able to go to that class. So hopefully it'll lessen the number of members who are looking for these educational classes by giving them the information that they need about the classes coming up close to their location.
0: Excellent. So, the app is coming up soon and again, uh, we'll put the the link in the show notes. That kind of brings us to the end of, I, I suppose, the formal agenda, Susan. And uh, so, one of the things we hope to do is, to, as we've already said, is to have a number of our subject matter experts come on the podcast to chat. Um, you're not one and done. I just need to let you know that uh, we're going to be getting you back uh, quite often, and so we're going to have quite a lot of lot of chats and back and forth. But if the membership or anybody want to get hold of you, how can they reach you?
1: They can reach me by sending an email to president at naemt.org.
0: So we're almost at the end of this uh, inaugural podcast with uh, President Susan Bailey. But uh, we've done a little, having said that we're going to be fairly flexible, we do have some upcoming guests onto the podcast. And so uh, let us know who we're going to have next.
1: Sure. Coming up later this month is going to be a podcast on advocacy by President-elect Chris Way and by a board member, Juan Cardona. And then next month, we're hoping to have a uh, report on workforce engagement. We just did a very large uh, industry survey that gave the opinions of our EMS practitioners on why they stay employed where they are, why do they leave, what are they happy about, what are they not so happy about, And that will be by um, our former membership coordinator, Rob Lukritz, and um, our past president, um, our past past president, Matt Zavadsky, who's also the uh, chair of our economics committee. And then at the end of March, we will talk about the Lighthouse leadership and give a, a history of that. And then we'll have Rom Duckworth, who is a mentor. Dave Edgar, who is the committee chair, and we're going to have a mentee on to talk about their experiences in the committee.
0: That's all exciting stuff. I can't wait to have those conversations with folk. Um, and also, if you want a kind of a summary of the work uh, that uh, both uh, Matt Zavadsky and Rob Luckrich did, um, there is actually an EMS One article which is fairly uh, succinct and gives the, the you know gives an assessment. And so we'll, we'll stick that in the show notes as well, which is uh, kind of cool. Susan, it's been a great opening conversation. Thank you so much for uh, uh, having me on. I thank you so much for having you on. And uh, let's, uh, here's, here's to a great series of podcasts.
1: Yes, and thank you so much for hosting this. And we appreciate that. And we look forward to many more podcasts coming up.
0: That was the first edition of uh, NAEMT Radio. So I'd like to thank uh, my first guest, uh, President Susan Bailey. Don't forget you can follow everything about uh, NAMT on the web at NAMT.org. Everything's contained in there. Obviously, everything we've discussed in this podcast will also be in the show notes attached on the platform that you are listening to it on. And, And so, Susan, thank you very much. And until next time, I've been Rob Lawrence. Bye for now.